the hell out of you, my darlings. so glad to be back with you my friends oh my god oh my god welcome to the jury daily podcast my name is justin robert young uh i i want to start off before we even get to where you can support the show which is of course payjurydaily.com i want to give a massive massive well-earned well-deserved thank you to the young family podcast eric my brother carolyn my sister-in-law lil lil jackson lil ja- i need to keep that that uh, uh little sounder at the beginning i'm just gonna keep lil jackson uh uh saying payjurydaily.com because that just made me really 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 happy i, I thought they were amazing uh, I'm I'm so thrilled that they were able to take over uh, uh, for for two weeks. It was as seamless as it was, and uh, it, it it was just amazing. It was amazing to watch my own show be done in a different way, and I felt it was very unique to them. Uh, and so I'm I'm super pumped. Uh, everybody, uh, as soon as they start posting new episodes, hopefully I'll, I'll go on and do an episode with them. So we can uh, uh, get a little bit of more cross promotion uh, over there. But again, one more gigantic thank you to Eric and Carolyn for doing that. You know, by the way, initially, I would have never told them to I would have never thought to ask, hey, do this show once a night because it is, you know, to, to do a show, even if it's. Even if it's a, a a shorter one like this, which is you know sub thirty minutes, it still takes a little bit. You know, it takes an effort. It, it takes a, a a repetition. It's one of those things that always tends to sneak up on you in a busy schedule. For which they've got a pretty busy schedule. They got two kids. They both work. You know, this is this is not. They, they don't have a, a a plethora of free time. You know, not like a dilly dallying urban dilettante like I. No, where I just fritter away the hours doing jack shit. These guys have actual things that they need to do. Uh, They have have people that they need to, two little people they need to take care of. So initially the idea was, okay, well, on weekends, when you got a little bit more time, you you block out like an hour, two hours, and and you knock out four episodes. They were going to bank them. But then they did it uh, day by day. So it was amazing. I was thrilled. Uh, if you, if for whatever reason you're like, ah, jury's gone. I don't want to listen to those episodes. Worth listening to. Worth listening to. And I, I will respond now. Now I will respond because the, one of the final episodes, uh, somebody emailed in and asked, uh, was there any like sibling 
story where I have told a story in a certain way and Eric remembers it in another way. And he told a story of when my mom, my brother, and I went on a little vacation. Uh, uh, so this had to be right before... Right before I went to college, maybe it was, uh, or maybe it was uh, one of the, the the summer of my first year in college. But Eric ha- has a learner's permit and was driving down a hill. Uh, he wound up finding himself, and God, I can't even remember what that drive would have been now that I live out here. Uh, it was from, it may have been from Tahoe coming into the Bay Area. At which point, some of those roads can get a little mountainous, a little treacherous real quick, right? And Eric remembers me being big mad that he was driving because he was a very young driver. Now, I would say this. It is absolutely correct that Eric and I remember this thing differently. However, the difference is he remembers it, and I don't. I had no idea. I had no idea. I, I remember the only thing I remember about that drive was that my mom, there were two, two famous family stories about that trip. Number one, there was on that drive. My mom has this way of going, whoa. And so while we were doing that drive, which involved a lot of different ups and downs and turns, and she has two young drivers uh, uh, that are, are clamoring to let uh, for, for her to let them drive and apparently getting mad when the other one drives. But she would go, whoa, it was a whoa hill. Whoa. <laughs> uh, that and also when we were going to we were in Napa and either my brother or I are legally old enough to drink. And I think I'm in college at that point, so I've certainly done my fair share. But uh, legally, we can't walk into a winery and, you know, have wine. But my mom can. And so she's doing a wine tasting, and we're there with her. And she's, like, gotten to the end of it. And they ask whether or not she'd like another glass of wine. And this is just one of those stories that has kind of lived in infamy. Because she didn't even say it. This is like us gaslighting our mom. uh, uh, That when she was asked whether or not she wanted another glass of wine, she goes, oh, are you kidding? And then for whatever reason, Eric and I either filled in then or filled in later uh, that instead of her just leaving it at, are you kidding? She then said, I'd love one. So are you kidding? I'd love one became the new meme for my mom just constantly going glass after glass uh till she falls on her ass like it was that was that was the meme are you kidding i'd love one all right i have so many hot takes about italy that we're going to debut uh, a new quick segment here ladies and gentlemen this is cultural dispatches from the italian world Oh, oh, 
want to give a huge shout out, a huge shout out to my Italian cousin, Luigi. This is his band. We're listening to his band right now. <laughs> oh, this is great. I'm so excited. All right. Things I learned in Italy. I want to give you guys a little rundown on these things I learned in Italy. Number one, much like Japan, bars are not the same thing as they are here in the States and in the United Kingdom. I'm slowly kind of realizing that I guess the way that we understand a bar in in our sense, a, a place where you go, there is a literal bar. People sit at the literal bar. And it is a place to enjoy drinking. Maybe a little eating, but primarily the draw here is drinking. That is, I guess, a pub culture. I guess that is just a, a British thing that uh, uh, we have now perfected here in America because it does not exist in many other places in the world. And, and Italy is one of them. Sure, there are a few, but it's not like it is here. So, you have cafes. That's another thing. In Italy, everywhere serves liquor. Everywhere. There is no open container. There is no de delineation. We walked into a gelato shop. There is kids' toys on a shelf for sale behind the gelato bar. A fully stocked racks of liquor. Like, this is... Uh, they, they. There is no... Oh, you want to bring your kid to the bar? Kid's coming to the bar. Kid's going to sit in your lap. You're going to uh, do some coloring, and uh, you're going to drink some wine. Like, that's just, there, there's no, none of those kind of cultural lines. But here's what was fascinating, is that you got all these cafes, right? So you walk into any cafe, and you can get a drink. Nice. I have no idea how anybody makes money uh, uh, in, in these cafes. I have no clue. I, I, I literally have, have no concept of how they don't just, 100% of the people that they serve don't just walk out and not pay. Because I don't think in the two entire two weeks that we were in Italy, we once got brought a check before we asked for it. <laughs> like, they, they there's, there's no element of haste. So everywhere you need a waiter to get a drink, and yet, goddamn, if you could get a waiter in Italy... With anything less than 14 hand waves and a signal flare, you are lucky. It's it's a relaxed culture, man. It is definitely like, why why are you worrying so much? Why are you, uh, you know, uh, being frustrated? Go to a table. Sit down at the table. Wait. Talk to your friend. Get on your phone. Relax. Eventually, a waiter is going to eventually show up. And then they'll take your your order. And then maybe you'll see them again. And maybe at that next rendezvous, they'll bring a check. But nobody really knows. Nobody, I don't know if there was ever a limit that we couldn't have just sat there forever. Or then just walked out. We get there, and I'll talk a lot more about the Vatican as we, uh, as, as we go along. But uh, we're staying in the Vatican or, or the first couple days in Rome. Vatican City, that is. Uh, which is an independent state. I think it's the smallest and richest state in the world. <laughs> but uh, we find the bar. There's a bar in Vatican City. Or at least a place where there's booze. 
you know, because they rent stuff out in, in Vatican City. So there's a restaurant and a bar. And one of these days, this is the first couple of days Ashley and I are trying to, to adjust to the jet lag and stuff. And next thing you know, we, um, <laughs> uh, uh, Ashley needs to take a nap. So I wandered down to the Vatican uh, uh, little restaurant that that is, the, you know, it's got booze. So I'm like, oh, you want to know what? I'm going to get a, a little meal for myself. And I am going to play some Hearthstone. I'm, I'm going to drink a little beer. Nice. So a waiter comes over and I'm like, yeah, uh, Peroni. He's like, all right, cool. You, what do you want? Small, medium, or large? Well, actually, no, no, no. He just says to me, medium. I go, no, 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 large. He goes, uh, you know, that's a liter. And in my head, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you just said, my dude. Like, I don't, a liter? What the hell is a li- No, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, boo. Scared of the big old liter. Yeah, go ahead. Bring it on there, buddy. He brings the largest, most comically oversized mug I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and I housed a liter of beer in Vatican City, which is, I guess, pretty cool now that I say it out loud. <laughs> I didn't realize that this was poor education. This was American hubris. I had to drown my American hubris in a liter of Vatican beer. Uh, one more service story, although I am going to get to one just unbearable. I don't want to bitch a lot about stuff, but there are some cultural differences and I do want to uh, sketch them out. Just, just, this was funny. This is an example of maybe not exemplary service, but I thought it was very funny. This is our actual first night in Rome. First night. Go to this place. We eat some food. It's pretty good. And then we go to this wine bar. So we're at the wine bar. You know, I'm, we literally had just landed. So I'm battling jet lag, the couple of glasses of wine I had at the restaurant, and now I'm drinking more wine. And in some grand flourish, when in Rome, we're doing as the Romans do. The Italians talk with their hands, and lo, so did I. I broke my glass on the outside pavement because we were outside the wine shop. Sweetheart of a lady who is uh, recommending wines for us. She's the one running the wine shop. Comes over and throws a towel over the broken glass on the pavement. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. She could just mark where it is, then go get a broom, sweep it up. That didn't happen. (laughs) It was literally just the magic towel over the broken glass. I guess so people would look at the towel and be like, oh, shit, there's a towel. I should probably not step on that. Uh, And the rest of the time, she literally spent making out with her boyfriend in front of everybody who was sitting outside on a Vespa. Oh, Viva Italia. We'll have more of these throughout the week, but first the news. This news story is brought to you by Sunbun. 
Uh, it is a story from SFist. The SFist. Man, I'm shocked that they're still around. Like this was like the Gothamist, right? Oh, remember Blog Networks? Mmm, Blog Networks. Oh, look at me getting all nostalgic about Blog Networks. Here's the headline: Ridiculous Swedish startup wants us to rent pogo sticks. Here's the article. It's in fact. June 1st, not April 1st, and this is allegedly a real story, although I'm still not completely sure. A Swedish mobility company says it wants to bring pogo stick rentals to San Francisco, I guess because e-scooters are neither ridiculous nor dangerous enough. The company, which I kid you not, is called Kangaroo, is planning on launching its rentable adult pogo sticks in Malmo and Stockholm this summer, with rollouts planned after that for London and San Francisco. Want to try one? Better invest in a good helmet and a chiropractor. The story uh, started dribbling out last week. The next web using the headline, the CEO of a pogo stick sharing startup, Kangaroo, insists his company is not a hoax. That CEO, Adam Milkinson, tells Bay City News that the micro mobility market, the existing players are very generic when it comes to brand loyalty and making a statement. So pogo sticks, he thinks, are just the statement that the world needs right now. He also talks about pogo sticks as fitness devices and foresees the rentals being popular in Golden Gate Park. As you all know, I am a tried-and-true scootman. I like the scooters. I ride the scooters. I have developed very uh, important opinions about the scooters. And let me tell you this. I got these new scooters out here, Lime and Bird do, that are just Carillion death cruisers. They are sturdy. They are luxury. They are the Buick of scooters. Normally, you get on these scooters, man, they're rattling around, especially, you know, Oakland famously has shitty, uh, uh, shittily paved streets, which is why there's literal pothole vigilantes that are out there filling, <laughs> filling potholes. So when you're when you're riding around the streets of Oakland, you know, you're very often going to be, you know, in- encountering rough terrain. But these new scooters, holy shit, man, they are stabilizing. I can't imagine myself getting on a fucking pogo stick. Now, that being said, I couldn't imagine myself getting on a scooter before they started rolling rolling out here because they are really fun to ride. But I'm also not worried about falling off a scooter. I am very much worried about falling off a pogo stick. I don't know if I've ever gotten on a pogo stick where I could pogo for more than like 10 times. So unless these are some magic ass pogo sticks that have like crazy auto stabilization, I cannot foresee myself pogoing down the street. Then again, I have already uh, surrendered my dignity to the scooters. I I wouldn't expect that I would have been scooting everywhere. So why not continue to uh, charge downward in this shame spiral? First, it's pogo sticks. And then I don't know, big wheels. Fucking power wheels. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I think we just cracked the next unicorn tech company. Souped up power wheels. Pow, pow, power wheels. Oh, oh, power wheels. Oh, oh, power wheels. Power wheels. Power wheels. I mean, come on. That is a winning combination. Nostalgia plus rent a thing for a uh, (laughs) a dollar (laughs) and then leave it strewn on the streets. Like merit teaming 
with a vandals tossing power wheels into the shores. Oh shit! Oh my god! Oh oh! I almost forgot. I almost forgot. I don't know if it's today or tomorrow, but one of the rights, the rights of spring, have come to Oakland. The the one and only first take program, ESPN's first take, has uh, uh, for years now come to Lake Merritt to do their remote shows for the NBA Finals because the Golden State Warriors keep making. The finals. This is their last year in Oakland. I'm sure they'll be doing San Francisco next year, but uh, uh, I got to make sure I go down there. Just go see. Go visit. Visit my friends yearly at first take. You just stand outside and you listen to Stephen A. Smith bloviate live. It's like it's like standing. What I would imagine standing outside of an old conservatory and hearing a, 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 the master of a viola as he practices. Mm. Let's get into emails. always email the show jurydaily at gmail.com again jurydaily at gmail.com boy oh, scoop of faith if you're new to the show scoop of faith is our christian swinger listener and man he could not have welcomed me back from vacation any better than this email scoop of faith writes hey jury i hope you had a great vacation I welcome you back with a swinger story that happened over Memorial Day weekend. My wife plays online games with the screen names concealing her identity. She's open about her sexual exploits and desires. Long story short, she made friends with a couple and they mentioned uh, something located in Indiana and found out that we were only two and a half hours away. Their curiosity into the lifestyle got us an invitation for a holiday weekend to explore possibilities. Okay, so here comes the reason why you are getting an email. They ask, how was the drive? My wife says, good. Just listen to some of my husband's podcasts. The other husband says, I love podcasts. What did you listen to? The guy says, Scoop of Faith says, PX3 by this guy named Justin R. He cuts me off. Are you talking about Jury? I love him. He does a Tuesday segment on the morning stream and it's one of my favorite parts. Fast forward three hours. I'm watching my wife blow this guy and I realize that more than 50% of the people we have had sex with are fans of yours. I'm not sure about the others because I didn't ask. Should I change my questions to, do you practice safe sex? Are both of you in 100% agreement that you would want this? And are you fans of Justin R. Are young. Maybe it's a hundred percent, and I've just never asked. Uh, scoop of faith. I would prefer if you made sure that you asked everybody that you and your wife uh, will will have sex with in the future if they are a fan of the show. And if they're not, then turn them on. You know, uh, because look, um, this really gives a whole new turn of phrase to word of mouth. All right, that about wraps it up for us today. I want to thank our producers, the Jen, PD, Rave, Not Specific, and Rock and Roll, Martian, Joe Acosta, Will, James, the OG Brito, Will, and Chris. 
You can always email me, jurydaily at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Justin R. Young. Join our Discord at bit.ly slash jurydiscord. Until tomorrow, friends, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young for the first time in two weeks saying please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky, but more importantly, please don't Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>